That's me, Zach. And today we're going to talk about you. Me? <laughs> <laughs> no, our list. Well, you, like you in general. Like yes, you, people. our listeners. Yes, yeah. yeah. So from parenting to our careers and everything in between, it all really starts with you. And you get out of it what you put into you. Mm-hmm. So like I am talking about you, Alex, yeah, or I'm so talking you, about me and I'm talking about everybody. everybody. Yeah. So you is universal. You. So what do I mean by this? Well, I would like to share an example of what happened a few weeks ago with our daughter. So Anastasia was, she either hurt herself. I can't actually remember all the details, but she hurt herself or she was upset about something. Mm-hmm. And I was there supporting her. I, I'm pretty sure she might have actually just hurt herself a little bit. And I said, you know, are you okay? What hurts? And then she's like, stop laughing at me. And I wasn't laughing. There's other times throughout the day earlier that I was right, laughing at right. her. But, or not laughing at her, sorry. Not laughing at her. Laughing at the situation. Laughing, not even at the situation. I, was, I think I was laughing at you. It was just like a whole pile of, pile of funny. But anyways, in that moment, though, when she's like, stop laughing at me. I was definitely not laughing because I was a concerned mother at that Mm -hmm. time. I was very involved in like, what's going on and how can I help you kind of thing. However, you were in the other room listening to this all. And afterwards, you come in and go, is somebody picking on you? You go, like, is somebody laughing at you at school? And she's like, yeah. So she shared about that. Mm -hmm. So why am I sharing this and when it's all about, you know, it all begins with you? Is even when you're parenting – And, you know, it's focusing, it's not about like, oh, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? It's just being present. And you picked up on the moment, especially since you had your own, you know, challenges as a child. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you really, you caught on, you connected to that. And instead of being like, oh, goodness, like worried and concerned, we talked to her. Mm -hmm. And then you and I were also like, okay, well, we need to keep up on this. We need to, you know, check in with her. But it wasn't about like, oh, we need to fix everything or, oh, man, we have to go after that person that's picking on her. We were teaching her and showing her that like, okay, this person is clearly hurting themselves. Hurt people hurt. So this person's laughing at you. They're trying to make themselves feel better. So why am I like it's it's really is about our ourselves. Mm-hmm. We really do need to just when when we get angry or triggered about something, it's not about that other person. It's about ourselves. When somebody else is mad or angry at us, like if we get triggered about that, it's now on us. It's not about them. Mm -hmm. Even though like we know that person is hurt because hurt people hurt. So does that make sense at all? Like you look a little lost maybe? No, no, no. No? Okay. That makes sense. Just like we can't, um, we can't control anything other than our own emotions. Mm -hmm. Just like we can't, we can't stop this kid, whatever his motivations are, uh, whether they be malicious or impish or you know whatever we can't stop him from doing that but, either and as yeah. parents that we want to protect our child we do, we're like, we do. Oh, let's you know and it's like at first but i'm like can't. my first reaction was like we got to go to the teachers but it's like that or and the thing is though it really is not about that and it's only one child where it's like down the road but isn't it crazy that like in kindergarten people are already picking on on each other like so it's not about fixing that person it's about giving our daughter the tools to rise above it yeah, and to be stronger and do me and realize it's like whatever that person does, it does not matter. Like obviously we're like, tell us when it happens and things like that. We're, we want her to know that we're there for her and it's just giving her those tools. Yeah. So that she can, um, 
either ignore or respond in a way that is loving and understanding at the very, you know, at the absolute be like, okay, I I don't like what you're doing, but I'm not going to let it bring me down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a, speaking above being a parent, that's a tall, that's a, that's a hard thing to try and teach a kid. I know my parents tried and didn't, didn't work not necessarily for their lack of trying but but that's what i mean when it start. it all starts with you you. like a big thing and i know i've mentioned other times on the podcast where i'll never be um a parenting coach but i thought about that lately especially since i've been um given an opportunity to be in a parent um group and it's not necessarily i never want to actually i don't think i ever want to put my myself parenting coach however when you work on yourself like myself I work on myself you work on yourself and our viewers or our listeners um work on themselves that is parenting like when you work on you like I said you get what you put into you yes so your life is a reflection of what how you're treating yourself so as a parent I've I think back and like I had so many major triggers and yes I still get triggered human we're not perfect I still have days, I have bad days, I have great days, and I have everything in between. But it's it's learning your own tools so then you can bring them onto your, your child, children as well. So it's knowing that it's almost like separating or dividing yourself from the thing that's happening to your child. So you can like take yourself out of the equation. The, yeah, out of the yeah, equation no, absolutely. as parents, we just want to protect our kids. We want them to be safe happy and happy and we don't want anything bad to happen to them however failing is something that they need to learn that is is okay and acceptable because that's how we learn and grow Mm -hmm. and it's just giving them the tools to go on so thinking back where i said oh i'm not in theory i am helping support moms doing that in like a in their own way uh because when we when we build our own solid foundation of self-love, self-acceptance, and really just love ourselves, then we can go, this isn't about me. That right. situation was not about me. It was not about our daughter. Mm-hmm. And then even even like though she was in that moment, it's like, okay, well, how can we help her? So, Because kindergarten, if it's already starting in kindergarten, she has many, many years ahead of her that she's going to have people pick on her. Yeah. Kids are always going to pick on each other. She may, hopefully, um, and I feel she, like she won't be doing the picking. Yeah, but you yeah. Never know. Hurt people hurt. Yeah. So if we teach our kids love and respect, they will put out love and respect. Yeah. And if we, if we, anyways, we parent from that place too. The thing is, we actually don't know if she actually was being picked on because her story is actually kind of funny, and I think this boy was just being cute, but uh, she felt. Picked on, yeah. Picked on, and that's all that matters. It doesn't mean, again, it's not about the actions as much as how you feel about it. Mm -hmm. So uh, including like you, me, everything, like when something happens and we're like, we feel bad or we feel angry or sad, it's why. Yeah. It doesn't matter about that other person so much about like what did they say that triggered us and things like that. And then again, kind of coming back on – on just figuring out like the little tools to, to help us through those. Yeah. And like you said, it, it is all about you and uh, the more you heal within yourself. Um, it, it, kids, the biggest thing is modeling, right? So your kid is going to pick up on your behavior, your responses to 
difficulties or challenges. Um, they're going to pick up on your reactions to um, someone raising their voice or uh, arguments or how they're going to they learn all that from watching you. Mm-hmm. So the more you're able to identify and uh, what's the not deal with, but like heal mm-hmm. your triggers then your kids will be like, okay. And if they can see you doing that, then they'll learn, they'll pick up on how to do it for themselves as well. Like, and that's really amazing. That's, 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 that's what, that's what's why this um, self-love and self-care can be so very powerful because you become, you become this model for your kids and, you know, and then they reflect that back. And they're really, I love what you say there, like said there, it was really beautiful. And the thing is a lot of times when we feel like, you know, we're taking time for ourselves or we're focusing on, you know, just our, yeah, like ourselves and we're putting, you know, so much energy into, to loving ourselves. I I know a lot of people say, you know, like they feel selfish, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I have like a million things to do, the laundry I have, you know, this and that, or whatever it may be. And you feel like you need to do that before yourself. The fun thing is when you do stuff for you, it literally is a ripple effect. When you feel love for yourself, when you feel energized and excited for you, you can pick up one that your child is having something. She didn't come out and say it to us that she was being picked on. We picked up on it. We were not in our busy, like we weren't like, gotta get here, gotta get there. We were grounded and we heard her like through the lines because like children really don't always share everything. You have to listen to tone and words and just everything. And um, tones, word choice. And when we're connected with ourselves, you can hear that better. You don't have all the noises of the world going, you should be doing this. You have to do this. You're You're not distracted. Yeah, you're connected. And I feel when you and I, Alex, are connected, like things just, it's, it's in general works better, connects better, like, it flows better when we're connected with our children. It works better, and the first connection that has to happen before any of these other connections happen is with yourself. Right now, I don't mean like you have to be like fully head and head over heels with yourself. Like, be like, I love every parts of me. It's just taking that time to really get to know you, and it could be five, ten minutes a day. Like really, just yeah. checking in. It's it's not, you know, a full time job, but it's definitely something that. That should be on your mind a little bit, you know, like it just, and eventually the more you are focused on taking time for you, like I don't think about it anymore. Now there are days where I'm like, Ooh, I feel a little, you know, overwhelmed or stressed or, and I have to check in and be like, why do I feel this way? Like, am I taking time for me? Do I have too much on my list? You know, now I have this, it's always, always do your best. It's, you know, the gauge of, am I trying to do more than my best today? Mm -hmm. Things like that. And it's really, it's just doing little check-ins. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like it all really starts with you as a person. Uh, and then you get out of what you put into you. So everything in your life will flow better, will feel better, and will just like kind of connect into peace. Like the pieces will connect better when you you focus on you first and then a ripple effect. Yeah. Like I even felt with my business. I felt like I was following other people's way of doing things. I was like, oh, I was told I have to do it this way. And I was like, and somebody, you know, gave a suggestion I should do this. And I kind of got lost in what I was doing and what I wanted to do. 
And then when I started, stopped doing that and was like, I'm not please, I'm not here to please people. I'm here to help people mm-hmm. and really just, you know, kind of get over myself yeah. and like love myself and come from that place of love. Things actually started falling into place better. Yeah. You're able to yeah. create more. So when you yeah. give more, so when yeah. you start with you, you get in touch with you and you start just really, you know, putting you on, on the top of the list things just in your life flow and connect better. Does that make No, it makes perfect okay. sense. It's just I'm trying to figure out how to build on that because you you've outlined it really really well. Okay, if if you like you said you've been practicing this for a while, so over a decade. So yeah, yes. over a decade. <laughs> so you don't have to really much think about it anymore. Oh, well, I do I, like I and it. not every day do I think about it, but there's times where I'm not feeling my best and I'm like what is what is what have I been and like, so here's the thing, and we've talked about this multiple on different episodes is I've also like, I always thought like when it's like you get to the end of like, oh, I'm perfectly like in love. And that's not true. Like you build every day and you grow every day or not, maybe not every day, but you know, here and there. And there's definitely times where I've like, I've shifted my idea of what self-love is and who I am. And yes, I stumble uh, a lot still. But it's realizing it. The more you do something, the more you you understand when you're off track. Yeah. So same with empowerment. I always thought I have to be empowered before I become an empowerment coach. It's not that you just need to even feel a little bit of empowerment, and doesn't mean like you'll always be in an empowered level or state. You might fall back down. You know, have a guilty day. But the the more you climb up the ladder to empowerment the faster it can go more often same with like loving yourself when you take time for you and you really you know make yourself a priority when you're not making yourself a priority you know it mm-hmm. like i can feel it where i'm like oh i haven't been taking care of me or i've something in because i've talked about it where there's different self-care is broken into at least eight different categories at least i could probably break it down to more if you think of each one as like a bucket on like a, a no, we talked about it as a chair even. Like you have it like it tip, tips and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like even a teeter-totter. Like, well, teeter-totters only have two though. But anyways, so you, when something's out of a balance though, you'll know it. The more you do it, the more you'll know when something's out of balance. And then like, because I even remember once I said like, oh, I was doing all this stuff for me. And it was like face masks and different mm-hmm. stuff. And then what I really needed was time with you. Outside yeah. of the house where we don't have to think about like, Oh man, like we need to clean this or we need to do that. And it really is just coming clear of what you need to do to fill you up at that moment because everything's different all the time, like moving parts constantly. So the, the, uh, an important, um, step in that is just checking in with yourself. Yes. Right. You know, we get so busy where we just go, we're on go or an autopilot. Yeah. Possibly both at the same time, which is, you know, you can ask for disaster there. And I've been there, so I know what can happen when you are on autopilot and moving quickly. But sometimes when, like, so if you're not on autopilot and you're actually aware, but you're still busy, you got to just find moments, maybe not every day, but I, I, I would encourage every day if possible, but take some time to just be. And this could even be, what was I? I was doing something. Oh, biking with Anastasia a few weeks ago. She was biking. She wanted to go for a long bike ride, so we went in a big circle and she started to lose her mind and I was starting to push the bike home and she didn't want to come home and she didn't want to, there's just all this conflict. All I did 
was I stopped. I didn't go after her. She was safe. I could see her. And I just took a moment for a nice, long, deep breath. Connect with my – I actually wish I did did that sooner. Our, our, our walk slash bike ride home might have been a little bit calmer, more peaceful, might have worked or flowed a little bit better if I would have just connected. So all you have to do to connect for, with yourself is a breath or more or like – but just a nice deep breath in can get you grounded to that back to the moment where you are. What's the breathing exercise I've been doing? Is it the, I don't know what it's called, where you, is it the square? Like you hold oh, it. Oh, four, 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 four. Yeah, yeah. the square. Count, so you, yeah. you, you breathe in. For I think a count it's square, of, yeah. Yeah, you breathe in for a count of four. You hold it for a count of four. You exhale for a count of four. And then you hold it for another four out. Like, so you don't breathe in. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, in so, for four, hold it for four, out for four. And then hold before you breathe in for four. Oh, and then... Yeah, okay. that's the square. That, I think you're oh, doing like... Yeah, I don't I do know if it's triangle. called triangle or yeah. I don't know exactly what that one's called, but... I've done yeah. I've done both, but you're right. The, yeah, the, the, the square four, is before the, I start the next breath. The, the, even the, the four times three, like so in for four, hold for four and out for four works really well. Yeah. That really connects you with the, the moment. But if you don't... If you're like on your last, like, oh my goodness, I am going to flip out, just take one ginormous awesome deep refreshing breath and that alone a lot of the time can help you like a lot of the time like when we're in a moment of stressing and stuff we're not breathing very deep we're very mm-hmm. shallow so the moment we just like <sighs> like it just it grounds us yeah and it brings us back to the moment and to ourselves and i um briefly i'll touch on that for uh some parenting but I find that it's easier for me to breathe and model that rather than tell my kid, okay, deep breath. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just easier if I just so, start. Yeah. I, I might, I might, I've gotten into the habit now instead of saying, tell my, trying to tell my kids, hey, take some deep breath. It's just more like, okay, let's, let's, let's calm, let's take some breaths. And then I just start breathing. I really That's, think that works, I think, a lot yeah. better. And yeah. I think this is the reason why I say I don't want to put parenting in front of coaching with, for me is I personally think parenting is really all about modeling. Mm. Just do your best and your kids will see your you at your best. And again, like episode before, always do your best where it's like, it's just that, you know, no more than, le- no more, no less than where you can do right now. Mm. And when you figure out how to take care of yourself, the, your kids see that. Like I love when our kids, they get to see that. Yeah. And if we're having a hard day, they get, if I really love to show them when it's the steps of like, you know, we're a little overwhelmed or stressed and then we work through it in front of them because they get to see us Con- working through our stuff. Conflict resolution is yeah. a big one. Yeah. And because like if if you're like a lot of parents, I feel like they can't show up as themselves or like in an angry state or like emotional in front of their kids. Like I can't be sad in front of my kids. Yeah. I personally feel I need them to see me at all st- stages. I like showing them how I get out of it. Because we all have emotions. We all get dealt with all sorts of things. And if they don't understand how to work with, with it themselves, we even go, I find when our kids are upset, the biggest thing I go is, do you want a hug? And I give them a hug. Sometimes they just need personal contact. And then we ask them, what are you feeling? Because a lot of the time, and most of us probably weren't raised with people asking, how are you feeling? We always hit our feelings. Yeah. So for me, I really encourage and love our children through every emotion and help them. It's not even like helping them out of it, but just supporting them through it. Mm-hmm. Taking care of you because it's all about you. 
and letting your kids see that that's going to be the best modeling yes that, yeah like you there's no other way to teach that kind of stuff there really isn't because like for us we have very independent children so if we were like t- trying to, to teach to, just teach not even just sit them down but like we're like hey you know if we try to teach them for them they would be like no we're not listening to you but if we just actively show up as the best we can be they get to see that yeah. and then we get to support them on their journeys when it does happen for them too and then they get to come out of left field and surprise us with uh, words way and helping us, yeah, helping us helping us which, uh, which through is, our, our our you know our which is an amazing feeling by the way <laughs> yeah it is i'm like oh i'm very proud of you <laughs> you know you're very wise you know like so know that you matter and that to put yourself as a priority because if you feel like it's selfish, it's not. It literally is a ripple effect. And it's not even, we talk about kids, but it can be your coworkers. It can be other family members. Your mom, mem- your dad. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh man, there are, I forget, I think it's seven generations. Like we don't break the cycle for seven generations. I, I don't know my facts right off, but, but I just remember hearing things. And there's just a lot of the things that we're doing our parents did, but it wasn't just our parents. It was generation. Like it's been so many generations of this stuff happening. So if it feels hard to change your thought from like, I, you know, should be taking care of me. Or even if you're using the word should, that means you're not quite like comfortable with doing things for you. But if you feel like it's challenging and that it's selfish, look at where how you were brought up. Like, what did you learn growing up about taking time for you? Like, I know my mom, she didn't take any time for herself or at least like until late, late, late at night. And then she didn't sleep because she was, you know, she took fully care of us. Like she was, and she worked full time. So, you know, at one point I thought it was selfish to do anything for me. It took time, but now like I understand why it's so important. And that's why I help other people get there too. Because it all starts there. It all starts with you. Yes. We hope you have a beautiful... Or did you want to say something nope, else? Sorry. Nope, okay. <laughs> Sorry. We hope you have a beautiful day. Bye for now.